Stay with these guys now. Coach them up. Keep them going. The Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 9.30 with Danny and Gallant. That's exactly what you want! Presented by Banner Bank on 710 ESPN Seattle. And we got the coach sitting down with us right now. We were! We saw each other in the locker room after yesterday. Uh, you had a little bit further to travel than I did, Pete. Congratulations. Heck of a win. Yeah, thanks. It was a uh, that was a good game. It was a really good football game, and and uh, the whole event worked out great. You know, all that as we've been saying, the travel was terrific. The players were in it, and and it just seemed really smooth, and and gives us a really good thought about going wherever we got to go. It happens to be Green Bay coming up, so uh, it was really really a good day. Coach Russell Wilson, I mean, balled out over three hundred yards passing. Um, was the plan going in to kind of let him? let loose or was it the original game plan just to run the football and establish it <laughs> no we 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 don't ever just run the football to just run it we're doing it for all that the rest of the effect of it and uh we we struggled running the ball they were they're one of the best rush defenses in the league and they showed it and uh fletcher cox was was a, a manster out there you know and made it hard um so <clears throat> we just played off it uh we had Really thought that Russ was going to have to throw the ball in this game to to, to move it on him. Uh, we wanted to go after their corners. We liked the matchup, and and so that all just kind of worked out. I thought Russ really did find his way to some great plays last night, and uh, you know, creative stuff on the move and all that, and as well as his running. That was really the the motor to the game. It was great to see it. <clears throat> Pete, you see the the impact that DK Metcalf had in this game, which was pretty remarkable. You've talked about him as being a true competitor. And I was interested in asking you kind of what that meant, because every player that gets to the NFL, kind of they see themselves as as a true competitor. In your in your eyes, what what is a true competitor? Well, one of the main the main attributes of somebody who's a great competitor is a curiosity that they never ever have everything that they you know just right and they just keep working at it and they keep looking and searching to figure out a way and that's kind of we, we use the phrase you know a great competitor is in relentless pursuit you know to figure it out and to find, get a competitive edge and, and i I've, i think it's really just made you know it's part of his makeup in in dk he's he's a guy that d- demonstrates that even as a young kid everybody thinks he's got it made and everything's easy for him and all that he doesn't approach stuff like that he approaches he's trying to figure out how to be right how to be better how to accomplish the the task, the job, and he does it with a with a great complete mentality about it, and he he's still young and all that, uh, and there's so much to learn, but the ingredients, the elements are there that makes him one of the great competitors, and and so to me, it's a guy that just is constantly having to find a way to be at your best, and and that's. Uh, uh, it's really obvious. You no, know, everybody competes and tries and all that, but some guys just have this curiosity that takes them further, and they ask more questions, and they dig deeper, and and they work harder, and they find their way to do the hard work, even when it's when it's uncomfortable, you know. And it doesn't. It's not the maybe the the easy way to go or the you know the cool way to go. They'll work and, and bust their tail to just keep driving to find it. Russell's is a great example of that. Those two guys. That's why they hit it off so well and they communicate so well. They they really do appreciate one another and, and respect one another is that something going into this game you saw in philadelphia hey we're gonna strike deep down the field last time around you guys were really committed to the run the running game worked this time man there were so many plays downfield whether it was dk or it was tyler lockett well if you remember paul last time you know we 
went to DK up the sidelines and just missed off his fingertips. We went to him on a big post route, the one that we hit this time, just off his fingertips. There's another ball, and we, we threw the double pass, you know, the, to, Malik, uh, to, right. to Malik. So we we felt like these guys had gave us some opportunities. We liked our matchups outside, but they also were willing to do a few things uh, coverage-wise. One of them is to play zero coverage when they when they feel they needed to attack, and Russell happens to be pretty good at that over the years. Uh, and, and they also have... Um, one of their base coverage principles also allows for it's almost like zero coverage in that they'll take the middle safety and he'll hang in the middle so he's not a deep middle guy, and it puts a lot of pressure on their corners. And if you can find that and you can see that, and then you can take advantage of it. And so Russ happens to be really good at it. We're so in, in, in tune with throwing the ball down the field, it kind of falls in, into place with us. And, and uh, so uh, it was there. And, and really, I think had we hit a couple of those balls last time we played them, you'd have seen why it, this was a similar approach. Marshawn Lynch, second game with you guys, another <clears throat> touchdown. Are you getting what you expected out of that guy? Yeah, I think he's doing great. I mean, I, I'm really excited about it. I want to see him do more now. He's made it through again two games. He feels good last night. Uh, I haven't seen him today, and that's the day after sometimes. But uh, he felt good again, and, and so I think we can increase his you know, his role and, and allow him to be a little more, more active part of it. Uh, he does bring an element that we love, and it's that style and that toughness. And uh, we saw it on the sidelines when he was, you know, when he's dumping guys, you know, out of bounds, and we saw it on the goal line when he's when he's smacking in the end zone after getting hit on about the three or four. He still finished it off. But he's got all of those elements that we love. So I think we'll see more of him in the next uh, next couple of weeks here. Pete, we watched your defense really stiffen at any point they got close to the goal line. As a coach, how much is there a, a true? Can you see a bend but don't break characteristic in your own defenses? Well, we we did have them in situations. First off, we we you know we gave up more yards than we should have in the running game. We we just made some mistakes. We just errors and and uh, guys trying to see a player or read a read a concept and and not hit it just right. And they got some plays out on us. But as we got closer to the to the goal line in the red zone, which this was a team that was committed to running the ball down there, uh, we made our plays. And so we forced them into passing situations, and our guys played really, really good red zone uh, coverage down there. There's a couple things that we that we really feature, and they played the plays almost perfectly. And, and so that caused the quarterback to have to hold the football or throw it away. And uh, we, we were fortunate on the one little, little swing route that they threw out there to Sanders, although we were there. And he made him throw the ball a little bit behind uh, Sanders. Uh, that could have been a little different situation with Clowney out there picking up the the blitz, you know, the blitz pickup. And so, uh, all of it just worked out well. And and our guys really stiffened, as you said. And and, and the big third down play, and then a big fourth down play came to follow, and it was great, uh, great finish for us. Seven sacks on the game for the pass rush, and there was a very impactful play as well where Jadavian Clowney hit Carson Wentz. Wentz leaves the game. What did you make of that play? Watching it back. That that you know there was some contact there. He, you know, helmet to helmet happened, um, but he was just chasing to get the guy down, and, and unfortunately, he also hit the ground with his head. I think it was the initial hit that probably you know hurt him the most. But uh, the bang bang aspect of that you know it puts him in a bad situation. Uh, I know JD had no intention of being involved with that kind of a hit at all. He was just trying to get him down, and it happened to be that contact which happens. But um, it's very unfortunate for Carson. I know it was a big opportunity for him. He missed. Uh, you know, last the last couple times they've been in the playoffs, and uh, it's unfortunate that it happened that way. This guy stepped in for him now. It, you know, he Josh did really well. He completed a ton of passes and, and moved around well and kept the game kind of going. They, they didn't. This was the same kind of a, a attack and approach they put forth last time we played them. So that didn't change them much. You know, they they did the same stuff, and he did pretty well. So um, 
uh, it, uh, really, we should give Josh McGowan, uh, McGowan a lot of credit. You know, he he pulled through and did a nice job in his one time he ever got to play in the playoffs. DK looks smoother and smoother catching the football. Um, what do you think the ceiling is for this guy? And and what do you how can you speak about his worth of it? Because it seems like he puts in the work. I mean, I, I don't get to watch practice. I walk by every now and then, <clears> and he seems like he's the last guy out there almost every single practice. Yeah, he he is. He's on the judge's machine until they shut it down and unplug it. You know. Um, he is a great worker, he, and he's he's got the the makeup. He's such a stud of a kid. He's so healthy and so physically fit. He just can withstand it. He's played a ton of plays the last couple of weeks. I think he played uh, all but one play two weeks ago, and played most of the game again this week. And that's you got to be physically right to do that. He works really hard in practice. He busts his tail, and so he's ready for the opportunities. He looks to me like uh, uh, it's just a continuing chemistry development of he and Russ. Uh, the the stuff that they're doing on the sidelines is really indicative of that. You know, you see him again catching another couple of balls on the uh, you know on the sidelines. Really good time and low ball goes down and makes the catch. You know, and really controlled and composed. Uh, I, I just think that they're just coming together and it's. It's it's so obvious, you know, to have a receiver that big that they look open, you know. So uh, Russ knows that factor, and he really believes in him, and he can't wait to get the ball to him. First play of the game, last play of the game, you know, just about was what it was like. And so, uh, and when you have Tyler, it's doing all his business, which was great. And David and David Moore did a beautiful job of complimenting uh, as well, catching and running. Uh, that was a really obvious aspect of the game that was strong. Our, our receiver and quarterback hookups. That touchdown, uh, not a, yeah, the touchdown to DK when he was in the slot and, and lock in motion over to the other side of formation, did you know you were going to get that look? Well, no, you don't know. We didn't know that, but we, that was one of the looks, and that was, you know, the guys took perfect advantage of that look when it happened. So, uh, um, you know, they could have been three deep, they could have been a bunch of different stuff, but they did give us a little look that gave us a shot. And Russ is always looking for DK on his post routes because he's so fast. Once he gets rolling, he can run right through the coverage, even when they're back there, you know. And so um, I thought that was a really good illustration of him finding them both times on the, on the big balls down the middle. Man, that second one, and we've got the play-by-play call of it, which is really fun to hear because I think everybody in the stadium, especially the Eagles, were expecting you guys to run it to try to take more time off the clock. And instead, I thought back to the game last year against the Kansas City Chiefs when you guys kind of iced it by by looking and staying aggressive and going downfield. Uh, Here's what it sounded like yesterday in the play that ended up clinching it. Great. Blitz is coming. Russ is going to let it fly. He's got Metcalf deep. Metcalf reaches up. He makes the catch near midfield. What a play call by the Seahawks. Just throw it deep, and Metcalf makes the catch. He has been spectacular today, and the Seahawks now can use up this last time out of the Eagles and can run this clock down. The big first down, the huge completion, and we're getting the one-finger salute from the fans left in the stand. <laughs> you hear Dave Wyman's Wyman's you can hear him chuckling in the background. It's great. <laughs> he thought it was funny. Yeah. Pete, I think there's a great lesson here with DK Metcalf. We remember the day he was drafted and that 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 had been a tough 24 hours for him. He's yeah. hoping to go in the first round and he goes at the end of the second and that's emotional and disappointing. And I've always thought that your draft day, that's the start of your NFL journey. It's not the end. That's that's how you start. And I think DK's season really speaks to that. It's it's not where you're picked. It's it's what you do with that opportunity once you're picked. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more, Danny. And, and uh, you know, we've had some guys over the years, some of our best players have been guys that were really 
shaken by the the position they got drafted in or not getting drafted, and it it creates a mentality. I think I heard DK reference it about the chip on the shoulder. You know, there's that's one of the most powerful motivators of all time. You know, and and uh, I I'm sure it, it it fuels him now, and and I hope it continues to fuel him. There was never a, a more dissatisfied. Uh, a fifth round draft pick than than uh, Richard Sherman, you know, <laughs> and he, you know he was he was mad at me the whole time because I said, well, we were the ones that did pick you. Why are you mad at me, man? <laughs> no one else picked you. <laughs> and, and, but uh, there's something to that, and and I know that DK's got that. He's got that in him. You know, it's all part of that makeup that he wants to prove it, and and uh, it's going to fuel him. And he's he's already off to a fantastic start and. Uh, we got a lot, lot more football, and we'll see how, how it shows this week. You had mentioned that in a previous conversation with us, that chip <clears throat> on his shoulder. Is is there something that stood out to you where you actually could see it for yourself, that chip? No, 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 not really. Not not during the process of, you know, to say that that had something to do with why we picked him. You know, we picked him because he was an extraordinary player, and they, we, we lucked out, you know. But uh, um, since getting to know him, now now it's obvious. Now it's really clear, and... and you know, maybe he didn't even need that. Maybe he was going to compete in battle anyway. But that, in an accent to what he already is in his makeup, is uh, really driving him. And uh, as, again, I go back to you know, Russ is the same way. You know, Russ Russ never wanted to be a third round pick. You know, he, he thought that was wrong too. And there's something about that that can stick in guys' craw. And you know, even uh, you know, Doug Baldwin was one of the one of the most fiery free agents of all time because he didn't get drafted. You know, and it it it, it never left him. And uh, so I, I really appreciate that that kind of mentality. You can't get enough of that. Bradley McDougal had 11 tackles and had a sack. Do you feel like that was his best game of the year? You know, yeah, I was asked after the game, you know, did you think Bradley had one of his best games? And I, I didn't really realize it until I watched the film last night. Man, he had a great game. He was all over the place. And, and uh, what, what we've watched um, Bradley take hold of is what he does in the running game and how he fits in, and, and, and he's just – He's really an expert at it right now, and, and he's playing great ball. Took advantage of the scheme and making the hits that were available and just kept knocking them down one after another after another. They played a really good game. His coverage on, you know, he had Ertz, uh, you know, Ertz caught two balls, and one of them he could he was in zone and he couldn't do anything about. Um, I thought he played a great game against him. I thought it was a little, you know, he didn't have to get the penalty that time either. I thought his coverage was so good, his jam was so good on Ertz that it was kind of the officials caught, you know, caught wind of it, but... Um, yeah, he played a great game. I think uh, having you know having Q back there behind him, those guys communicating. I wish you guys could see how they study together and how important it is for them to be on the same page and communicate, calling stuff out, calling routes out, you know, letting each other know what's coming and all that. It just makes makes them play better. And I, I do think that that's part of it as well. I think his security with knowing that Q's on the back end for him um, just even cut him loose even more. The game that Russell Wilson had. Pete, we saw him scramble um, really effectively. We saw him hit huge throws down the field. When you watched the game, what stood out to you most about the way he played? Well, I, I think he was he was really the, the the engine of the whole thing. You know, it was obvious that uh, his ability to get out and make some yards and, and, and convert uh, really was was the factor. We we played great third down offense and and. Uh, and he made some big plays in some tough situations. Guys did the job catching and running. <clears throat> excuse me, but he also, uh, you know, he he did it with his legs. And and I, I think uh, the protection was good enough that he could really work with it. And again, you know, we saw him have the ability to maneuver. That's a couple weeks in a row of really having good space around him. And he's going to cause you problems. You know, we were very close. Just a couple balls from just having the night that just was total lights out. But he played great football. Uh, he, he was really ready for the occasion. You know, he's really excited to play in that game and, and, and be in that setting. 
and to have the opportunities, that's what he lives for. You know, he, he, he just, just give him a chance to go do it, and, and uh, he came through in great fashion. That's a really tough Eagles front seven. Fletcher Cox is a really good <clears throat> player, and it did give you guys some issues running the football in this one. We know how important Mike Yopati, Dwayne Brown have been to this offensive line and just the imposing physical presence that they've had all season long. What are the chances that they'll be back for next Sunday against Green Bay? Well, I don't know that yet. Um, we, we talked about it last night. We, we, we couldn't tell. We don't, we don't know. Dwayne, it all depends on how he, he responded to treatment here over the weekend. Uh, we'll wait and see. Michael still he still got issues with, with the stingers that he, that he had. The other side of that, Jamarco played a terrific football game. Uh, he, he was up against uh, Jernigan all night long and did a great job run and pass. George played really well on, uh, you know, on his side. Those guys did a really good job for us. I mean, you can't, that doesn't happen you know, with, with the protection like that unless those guys are, are playing good football. So if they don't make it back, we're, ta- we're going to take the step ahead. We're going to stay like we were this week. They came through in really good fashion, and we'll count on those guys to play well again. The last two weeks, his defense has had 13 sacks. The two weeks before, that they had one sack. Has there been a change in uh, scheme or schematics, or is it just them getting getting uh, getting after it and taking well, advantage of opportunities? Uh, Jadavian Clowney played the last two weeks. You know, <laughs> he, he's a factor. He had a terrific game. He was all over the place and, and active as can be, and, and causing problems. He had two or three just crazy big plays. You know, by getting off and using his instincts and, and responding to the, the the opportunity. The the fly sweep that he hits in the backfield. The other one that he almost hit that that you know kept it to a minimum gain as well. Um, He's a big factor. Yeah, he causes problems and he draws the focus. The quarterbacks can feel him, even if he's not the guy that's making the sack. He's he's causing problems and penetrating and all that. So I think that's a, that's the that's the obvious plus. We're talking to Coach Pete Carroll, and you get another week, another week to go on the road. You'll be headed to Green Bay, um, where you've been several times recently. When you get your team ready for a playoff game like this, and the pressure starts ramping up, what's the sort of message that you give to them over the course of the week to get them ready? Well, it's kind of boring <laughs> to tell you that uh, we won't do anything any different. We're going to do what we do, and, and, and we, we try to continue to find ways to master the process of getting to the game. Uh, that's, that has to do with the mentality and how they study, um, how they take the information from the meetings and, and, and put it in a place where they can apply it, um, how they take their, that, that information to the field and get through the week of the as the the week progresses so we knock out all of the situational football and all of that and meanwhile um, we're, we're nurturing and cultivating the mentality to make sure that when it comes to game time they're going to be totally freed up and, and cut it loose and go so that it's all of that is is in work uh, in works and, and i have to you know, try to just keep them going moving forward so that by the time we get to the end of the week, they absolutely have no question that they're capable of winning a football game and playing the kind of style that we need each one of them to play. One of the things we don't want them to do is to try to play to the playoffs and try to play to the, it's the Packers or whatever, it's, you know, it's Aaron Rodgers or whatever. We, we want to go play the way we're capable and and not play less than that, and that's what we're all counting on. Every guy shows up, does what he's supposed to do, and, and, uh, and outlast the team that we're playing, and then we get ourselves a win. I know you're really quickly turning the page now to those Green Bay Packers. It's a different team. Matt LaFleur is the head coach. Uh, what have you seen from them thus far? I imagine you're mostly focused on the Seahawks this year, but in your time that you've had, I guess, since the victory yesterday, what is it about this team that stands out? We know Aaron Rodgers. Is there anything else? Yeah, well, yeah. They, 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 the running back is really good. Uh, the running game is much improved, and, and the commitment there is more obvious than it's been. 
to compliment Aaron. Aaron's still doing all his stuff, you know, all the fantastic plays that he can make and the movement and the vision that he has and the extraordinary throws he comes up with, very much as Russell does. You know, very dangerous player. Their defense is playing really good. Um, they they have um, a style about them where they do a lot of stuff, and they, they'll try to fool you with the things that they do. They'll try to give you looks and take them away and all that. Um, and it's a um, it's a complex defensive system, and uh, so we have to really dig in there to make sure that we make sense of it all. Uh, but but it's going to come back to not giving them the football. It was a great job by the offense last you know last night, and, and we got to do that again and take care of the football. If we can get a couple, it'll make the game a whole lot easier. But um, it, it's uh, it's going to be a really solidly. Uh, structured team for a first-year coach to do that. It's a great job. Uh, they're all fired up. That place will be as jacked as it can get. And and Aaron, you know Aaron plays great there late in the season. So it's going to be uh, all that we can you know hope to to be up against. And and uh, but uh, it's really going to be about how we play and how we do. And so we got to take care of that during the week. The run to pass ratio yesterday was still pretty even. Thirty passes, twenty six run. Is it is it tough to stay consistent with the run when you're not having the success that you're used to having? Yeah, well, yeah, it's it's not as available to you. It's not as easy to, to you know to call it again when when you're getting stuffed. We had a difficult time running the ball inside, and uh, unlike a really unlikely situation for us, it's not generally like that. And uh, so we really did want to put the ball in the perimeter, but we didn't get much there either. So that was really where we we got stymied a little bit. Um, had the perimeter game been more available, it, it would have opened up the, the other stuff. And we, we thought that's how that would go. And they did a nice job, so you got to give them credit. They were really trying hard, really tried hard to stop the run with their commitment and their stuff that they were doing. They were in zero blitz, run blitz uh, stuff on second and shorts, which is really, un, you know. And Russ took advantage of it. We threw the ball over the top of them a couple times. Uh, but they, that's a big, big commitment that they went to. And so, you know, give them credit. They did a nice job. It is Coach Pete Carroll. Coach, congratulations. That's the third road playoff game in your time here, and this is a franchise that, before you got here, hadn't won a playoff game on the road since 1983, and I know we'll all be hoping and, and rooting for another victory this weekend. Congratulations, and thanks so much for taking the time. You got it. If there's any 12s out there that want to come show up, we'll, we'll take you. We'd love to have you with us. <laughs> Heck yeah, head up to Cheesetown, up to Wisconsin Green Bay. Uh, right. Pete, congratulations. Thanks, guys. See ya.